Everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. Welcome to another episode of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for the 37th of March, depending on how we go on. We don't know. We could be we could be left. We could be up. We could be right. We could be less, but we're always more. Because joining me for more games, please, he's the absolutely wonderful, the absolutely fantastic, the man who I generally got upset when I wasn't going to meet him earlier this year at Aircon is uh, the one and only Ross Connell. Hello. Ross. Oh, you. hi. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> Delicious absolute, appetizer of a man. Mm, it's an absolute It's an absolute pleasure. And what makes it even more pleasing is knowing is knowing that maybe a single tear rolled down your cheek thinking about me. I was... It's not that usually this. More. more. But um, there was generally... There was a general kind of... Um, I was generally gutted I didn't go to Aircon. Yeah. I kind of made a, I made a decision and I, I think it ended up being a lot of the Scottish contingent kind of took, took it and went, oh, we better not take a jaunt. And I'm glad, I'm, I, I heard everybody had a good time and there was a lot of people had laughs and everything like that. And uh, I, I'm, I I'm mean, pers- personally, I, I think you, um, you, pr- you probably made the right choice. Uh, you know, it, it was, it was a weird decision to make for me and i wasn't even traveling that far so Hmm. to travel further i think you know i can understand why you would have decided against it i just um i was under i was always under i'm always one of these people that if something's going to happen it's potentially going to happen to me and i didn't want to be the person that came back and went into my work and went hey hey guys how's it going And that would yeah. be it, you know, even though, you know, nothing happened. But then there's been, you know, it's it doesn't matter where you are. Anyway, anyway, let's, the, everybody's talking about it and it's almost to the point is, do we need to continue to talk about what's happening in the world just now? Some people say we should, some people say we shouldn't, some people, um, it's kind of, it's made changes. And um, I think um, I can't downplay the changes it's made in the hobby. Um, almost on an almost on a kind of immediate basis, and I think people kind of scrabbled together for a while and thought everything was going to be as is. Um, but you yourself have jumped into being a bit kind of nervous, maybe even say a bit twitchy. I would say is Oof. that is that oh, true? Okay. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. I see it very, very, very clever, sir. Very clever. Um, no. Yeah, so I have, like you say, the there's a there's a thing about board games that they're generally a device to bring people together, a shared mm. experience. Certainly are for me. And what happens? What happens when you you know lose the ability to do that? Then you have to look for uh, technological solutions 
to the you know the this the the this that issue how do you how do you bring people together still and technology can bridge that gap was it a conscious decision for you to start did you kind of think pretty quickly that this is something you were going to kind of get embroiled in and take part in because you've you've um you've always been quite quick to jump in on things I noticed <laughs> you've always been quite quick, not like a zeitgeisty. Let's get involved in this, but you always seem to be a bit of a, a bit of a leader rather than a bit of a follower. And I'm only saying this because I missed you. I'm just trying to make you know. I'm just trying to justify to myself. Well, actually, it was probably a good idea that we didn't meet up because I'm starting to be quite jealous of you know of what you're doing and what you've achieved. But in all fairness, um, did you say right? Okay. This is important. There's there's two ways to deal with this, yeah? We can either sit back and wait what, and see what everybody else is going to happen and say, oh, what am I going to do? Or let's jump in and do something creative. Were you curious? Were you kind of, were you twitch curious? Did you want to see what this, what is this all about? What is this streaming lark all about? Is that how you were kind of a, approaching it, really? So the, the catalyst for it was that um, around about January or February last year, I got asked to go to the Big Potato offices in London, and they asked mm. me uh, if I would go on one of their streams. And so mm. they, because they would, they were doing it for a while. And so I went to London and I did that, and I really liked it, and I thought it was a lot of fun. Then mm. at Essen last year, uh, Asthma Day asked me if I would go on their Asthma Day live show that they had at Essen. So uh, there they had like a, a professional studio setup. So they had TV cameras, big TV cameras. They had like a side room with like, you know, sound guys, all that kind of stuff. And they had a, a, a live stage in the corner of, I think it was Hall 2 at Essen. And uh, I went on that and I really enjoyed that as well. So one thing I thought later last year is I thought no book is going to be asking me to be on Twitch on a yeah. regular basis. Yeah. However, if I if it's something I want to do, I should I should actually try and do something myself. So at the very end of last year, at Christmas, I said my always it's always like a question like oh what can we get for your Christmas Ross? I can't get you any, but like, I ask for board games and I just buy them myself because I'm a yeah. dickhead. Um, so they, they <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, well, fair, but potentially yeah, true I, as well. You I, know. Yeah. Well, it's definitely not, not potentially really. anything. It's factual. Not really. Um, it's not. Any, anyway, I didn't so change what, a Wikipedia page. I'm just, what, tell <laughs> not, you, it wasn't yeah. me that did that. Uh, see, it's probably my mum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she knows me well. Um, so at the end of last year, I made it a goal for this year to start streaming on Twitch. So I did my first Twitch stream on the 2nd of January. That was when I did my first Twitch stream. Uh, mm. And uh, it was always my goal for this year to stream more. And that, so like, it's, I suppose you could say it's just coincidental that at the same, you know, as I've started doing this, this is when Twitch and more people have started using Twitch. So it wasn't mm. it, it wasn't me riding a wave of something. It was me, this is what I wanted to do this year because I had such positive experiences with it last year. I yeah. decided this year that I wanted to try it for myself and just do it as an experiment. The idea behind it was um, because I've started 
last year I started working with Ali Cart Games and I thought it'd be a useful thing to be able to do. So if we got new games and stuff like that, I would have the skill set and I would have the practice to be able to showcase those games in a better way. Uh, and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm curious about it and I'm a very social person and I don't play solo games and this would give me a, an excuse really to yeah. experiment more with solo games. So I'm not bothered about playing games on my own unless I play video games, but I don't really play board games on my own. And I thought, well, actually, I'd actually get a kick out of playing some stuff if I had people to talk to. And so kind of from a selfish perspective, I was like, look at all these solo games on my shelf that I'm not playing. I could be playing that and just having a chat while I'm doing it. Um, so yeah, yeah, I guess you're right that in some ways I have, I'm like, I'm there at the point when this is kind of theoretically taking off, but mm. one, my follower count is crazy low. So there's no, I'm not going to take over the internet at all anytime soon or ever. Um, but I suppose I was doing it before other people started doing it. Cause I didn't jump on, I didn't jump on it for something to do. This is what I wanted to do this year already. Because I mean, one thing that we haven't touched on, and congratulations, because I think it's the first time I've had the chance. Is you you moved from being um, somebody who was involved in the board game space on a very much kind of very very much a hobby type basis to then moving into the photography kind of stuff, which started to get you some coin to working kind of full time in the industry. Um, which is for a lot of people is a huge transition and, and, and very it happens to very, very few people as well that they end up working full time in the industry. So you're you're currently um you're you're doing your your stuff that you're doing with Alley Cat Games, which uh, is a great to see. Um you're still doing the photography stuff as well, which uh, is also kind of great to see. So there's been a lot of changes in your life kind of with regards to your relationship in the industry that's moved on to kind of be a bit professional um which is cool so you know big all honest hands on my heart big congratulations to you because Thanks. Thanks. Uh, you know i think it's one of those things where there's um there's pros and cons with going mm. uh freelance one uh one con and obviously we said we were not really going to labor the point of uh the current situation but uh when you decide to go freelance and you're self-employed uh, it means that at the minute in the UK, there's not really anything in place for people yeah. like me uh, in terms of like financial support. So that'll be interesting, and we'll and we'll see how things develop as the year goes on. But mm. you know, in terms of what I'm doing, there's a reality if you want to work within the ind within the industry that it's likely that you'll need to have multiple ways of earning money to create an income that will support you. So. The, one of the reasons why I made the jump, so it was, I handed in my notice at my university job in November. And so from December, uh, I've been, you know, full, full time board game income. So now I'm in my fourth or fifth month, I guess, of that. And yeah. it's been going really well. Um, the global situation will have an impact on everyone, regardless of what your job is and what your background yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, and so anyone from every background is feeling it at the minute, and I'm feeling it in my own way too. Um, but one of the reasons why I made the jump was because I uh, landed a job with Alicat Games, which gave me a, a foundation of income that I could build 
my photography work on top of. And it gave me like a position where I knew like each month I was going to be getting X amount of money. And so the amount of freelance work photography wise I was getting in, I was like, yeah, this is feasible. I was making as much as my day job whilst also doing my day job. And I was like, this mm. is too many hours. It's too many hours. I'm at a level now where I can make the leap. Like it was a, I'd been doing, I'd been doing the photography stuff for a year before I made that decision. Um, wow. And I, I just happened to, you know, get a, a job with a publisher, which made the difference. It meant that there was less uncertainty on a month to month basis, even though things were tracking in a really good way. I was like, I should be smart about it. I've got, a, yeah. I've got, a, you know, a decent paid job and that gives me, you know, a lot of luxury to have that. And so if I'm going to give that, the holidays were really, I mean, like if you, if you work in education or education adjacent, you get like mad holidays. They give you like 30 to 40 days off a year. Just yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah. what, yeah. it's just, what is that all about? Um, so obviously I was going paid holidays. See you later. Sick pay. See you later. You know, all of these, all of these things you, depending on what your job is, you, you start to take for granted, I guess. Did the amount of networking that you did, has that helped? Because I remember for a while seeing you, you know, I, I remember kind of just going down to a local kind of, I went to my auntie's and they were playing Scrabble and you turned up because she'd accidentally <laughs> called it a convention. And, there, and, you know, there you were. But, no, I mean, but for a while, I mean... Um, I mean, just for you, the record, you went, just, for, yeah. just for the record, she didn't let me in the house. I, I tried to come and play, but there was a lot of gatekeeping going on. Uh, it's not that, that, it's not that. I was, Grabby Ron lives down the road and he's got like a beard as well. And she's 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 a very very proud woman who refuses to wear her glasses even though she needs to wear. So, <laughs> she, if she'd seen a kind of a gentle but manly knock at the door and it opened it up, the reason like that. she wouldn't let I, you in. I, I like the way it was generous. It was generous that you suggested that my knock would be manly. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'd be firm. I mean, I think you've probably got good finger action because of all the board gaming and let's face sure. it, the photography. This is a man who's got strong, strong bits. You've got to have strong but steady hands, and you don't, you don't have steady hands. You either have steady hands when you're doing <laughs> camera work from two things. You've either got strong arms or a good tripod. That's all I'm saying. But at the same time, <clears throat> taking it away from my aunt because I know you're still trying to get in her door, um, is that you were doing the shock stuff? You were doing the UK Games Expo. You did Aircon. You were about. You know, you were at Tabletop Scotland, so did doing that networking, did that then help with kind of raising your profile? Because your profile, you're pretty well known and much to my hatred, quite well liked <laughs> within the board game industry. Um, I mean, and well, do you think, you know, some, has some, that some, helped, yeah. you know? It's, it's interesting because what I find a curiosity is none of what I did was proactive in terms of networking. So yes, net networking has been achieved, but I last year I wasn't like, uh, this year I'm going to start working in the board game industry. That thought never crossed my mind up until it became a reality. I remember at UK Games Expo last year, I, um, I thought, oh, it'd be kind of interesting to work on a booth a bit. 
just just to see what it's like. I'll just work on a booth a little bit, see what it's like. And uh, I emailed uh, Cesar and said, mm. "Oh, could I could I just do a couple of hours on the booth, just 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 as an experiment, just to see what it's like? Would that be all right?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that would be cool. You can do that." And yeah. so that was in what the very end of May slash June. I just thought well, that's an experiment. I'll just try it. It'll be it'll be interesting. And I did that, and then so it happened. A couple of months later, they didn't approach me and tell me the job was available. I just saw it by chance on Facebook that I saw that the job became that was advertised and I applied for it. But before I saw that job become available, again, and I, I wasn't I wasn't looking for work in the board game industry. It wasn't something that I was even thinking about because I didn't think it was a viable thing to even attempt. I was doing photography because I was enjoying it. And I was yeah. making, I was making money out of it to, you know, on, let's be honest. We all spend so many, so much money on board games. You need to like supplement your income somehow. It might be a drug dealer, a hired hitman, you know, or you might take photographs of board games to try and supplement, you I've, know, the expenditure of personally, all the board I games you're buying. I shortened the pound on several occasions and, uh, well, you know, that's, well through you, know, that. you know, yeah. If, if you're, well, if white, you're ha- white collar if you're happy work. to, if you're happy to crash economies, then all power to you. Um, I didn't crash. Technically, can I just say I didn't crash them? It was kind of like it was kind of like shares in wizard hats and wands. Uh, okay. And I just, you know, when you know, it's like if you're gonna have a passion, regardless, even if it's a mild hatred or something, then you might as well see if you can make some money out of it. So that's why I did. So um, <laughs> you know, bought a, you know bought a couple of shares. Um, and Gandalf Incorporated, and then bet against them, and uh, lo and behold, uh, made made a good uh, fifty seven pounds and forty three pence, which I call a win. Um, that's money in you your know. back pocket. That is that's that is that's, 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 that's a lot. That's, that's a lot of Tunnock's caramel. That's bullseye money. That's what I'm talking that's, about. That is, that is bullseye money. So to get <laughs> back to get to get back to your point, not yes. that I don't appreciate a bullseye reference any day of the week. Um, <laughs> the um, me going to lots of conventions last year the honest truth of it was that i wasn't playing board games as much as i wanted to that was basically that was basically the driving force behind me going to so many conventions and everything beyond that is my own personal um hard work because i was enjoying it and just a bit of random luck all mixed together me, me even seeing the job was random luck because I can't even remember why I even, I, I just saw it randomly. Someone mentioned it randomly on Twitter. So it wasn't yeah. anything that was even vaguely on my radar. And then I went, oh, I'll just mm. have a look at it. And then I had a look at it and I thought, ah, maybe I'll just apply. But before then, I'd never applied or approached anyone for any work. Bear in mind the photography work I've done, I've not approached a single publisher to take photographs for them. So... Oh, that was the first occasion when I'd I'd ever approached anyone for any re- board game related work. I'd ever applied for anything or asked anyone if I could do it or if they wanted me to do it, stuff like that. So everything previous to that was just kind of like getting the odd email, people going, oh, will you do this piece of work? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. That looks like fun. And just getting a kick out of it. And that's how that's rumbled on. Um, you know, so it's one of those strange things that it it wasn't a goal, and it from an external perspective, me going to all these conventions might look like I'm networking, 
But I was just having a good time and wanted to make friends. That was like the reality of it. Really, yeah. I just wanted yeah. to. I just wanted to play games, and I was like, my friends don't want to play games every day of the week because they're losers. But I do. Hmm. So how how on earth am I going to make that happen? I can start going to my local board game cafe, and I can start going to some conventions. And also, as you well know, conventions are a hub for a bunch of people from all around the country that you wouldn't see. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't message someone on Twitter and say, oh, you live in Birmingham. We've talked a couple of times on the internet. Can I come around your house? But if they said they were going to go to the UK Games Expo, I might be like, oh, maybe we can have a game together. And that, yeah. it, it feels it feels like a reasonable thing to do. And it yeah. that, that, has, that has transformed your position, my position within the social network of board games, I guess, because I'm a friendly guy and I'm, and I'm not asking anything of anyone. I'm just going around being like, Hey, let's hang out. Do you want to play a game? Cool. That's nice. I, I don't, I, I don't give out business cards cause I'm a fucking moron. So I just go to these things and just play some games and uh, have the same business cards for several years. Cause I bought 50 and never gave them away. So oh, yeah. that's, that's the limit of my networking abilities. That's just amazing is the fact that you've actually managed to feel your way up the way, which makes me kind of, I'm currently, I've ripped some of the furniture, um, my claws have dug so deep, just going, all right, so it's not like I'm getting like for the last 10 minutes you saying how, you know, you work really hard and concentrated and you had a game plan and you had an affirmation, you walked, you know, up to the bathroom better every morning and went, I will be full time in Actu- this industry. Actualize that dream. No, you I didn't. Actualize that. It was all yeah, just no. complete fluke. You're just relying on your good looks and thing your it, wonderful thing, charm. The thing is, basically, what happened is, is like, hmm. what happened is, when for the first year of my Instagram, I just, it was just when I dropped my camera whilst playing a board game. Like, I wasn't even trying to take photographs. I think my, my phone might have been broken and I just kept. Like, you know, I've got butterfingers and I'd drop my phone and then I'd just look online yeah. and it'd be on Instagram getting loads of likes. And I don't even know how it happened. I think it must be, it must have just been like a bug so in, much, a bug in just, my phone. No, I'm a at bug this in the point software. now and I'm just rubbing it in. This is what I'm doing in your face, <laughs> kind of rubbing it in. But the whole Twitch thing, getting back to Twitch and the reason I was speaking to you in the first place, which is there's a certain part because I'm seeing this jump and I'm going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how the Twitch thing plays out because I know a few people who, and I was one of them. I mean, a while ago I was, you know, I used to Twitch on Twitch and play kind of video games. Mm. Um, I never used to do the kind of the interactive chat thing because it was late at night, but you know, you sometimes just used to um, put a game on, just press the share button on the PlayStation 4, you'd just put it on Twitch and you'd see where you would go. But what I'm interested to see is there's going to see who actually um, kind of appears as people who are decent at doing Twitch. And And I'll tell you why. Because doing live Twitch streaming, live Twitch streaming is a difficult thing to do. Doing anything live is a difficult thing to do because, especially you're not you're just not only concentrating on the game, but you're concentrating on making sure you're kind of interacting with people who are who are actually rocking up to see you play something. And I think it's going to be a per, a certain type of personality who's going to end up doing quite well in that. And I also going to put this out there. 
I don't think it's going to be the usual expected suspects who are going to be the people who are going to um, flourish under the Twitch channel. I've already seen a couple um, do Twitch streams. I mean, Girls Game Shelf does them. Um, I believe uh, Suzanne and Mandy um, were going to be doing yep, them. Yep. Um, and I'm just interested to see who's going to... I know that uh, Chris and Lindsay... Uh, from behind the box are, are starting them. I know that uh, there's a lot of people that are trying the live format. Even the uh, our Scottish West Coast cousins, the Unlucky Frog Glate Gaming, they've stopped doing uh, recorded podcasts and they're just doing a live one on a Sunday evening instead just to see kind of what happens and play some games at the same time. And I'm just um, wondering, what your thoughts? Do you think that... I can't, I don't know, I can't imagine somebody like Shut Up and Sit Down doing it though. I can't imagine they, they, them they doing actually, Twitch stream. They actually did Twitch stream uh, for quite a while. Um, yeah. Last year, they, they Twitch streamed quite a bit and then they kind of um, put an end to it for a while, but they're starting, they're going to start up doing it again, I think. So they actually, last year, they were Twitch streaming. And they were mm. doing it on a they were doing it on a weekly basis. It was kind of when their output in terms of their regular videos had dipped off, and they were trying to find ways that they could create content that wasn't as time consuming. And also, yeah. they did it in a, an incredibly professional way. It sounds like they weren't doing it as professional as their videos, but as in, it wasn't scripted, it wasn't edited, it wasn't all those yeah. things. But they they had. They had a guy that sat on a desk and he did all the, the you know, the camera changes. He was the like gatekeeper between them and the chat. And mm. then they were they were, you know, co-presenting it while they were playing games. I I think with the with Twitch and stuff like that, I think you'll get a whole pile of people that are jumping in on it at the minute out of a curiosity and something to try out. But I think the vast majority of people won't stick with it because they're not doing it because it was something they actually intended to do no, or wanted to exactly. do. They're doing it. Yeah. They're doing it because it's a bit flavor of the month, and it's a bit like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sitting around the house. I haven't got a lot better things to do, so let's let's have a crack at it and see what we think. So I think you know, some people will do it, and maybe they'll do it really well, but they'll only do it for a very limited amount of time because it wasn't something they really wanted to do. They're just messing around with technology. You're completely right. You know, some people are much better at tightly scripted, tightly shot stuff. And then if yeah. you if they if you just say now you've got to improv, they're gonna they're gonna struggle. Like um, Christian Christian Kang takes your shits. Uh, he won't he won't mind me saying that um, he operates best when he's scripted. That's that's when yeah. that's him in his comfort zone is scripted. He's a really funny guy, but in terms of how he does things his videos and stuff like that that's really it's a really tight script and he knows exactly what he's doing and so if you put him in an improv situation he'll get really nervous because it's out of his comfort zone some people are always in a fast and loose improv nonsense kind of zone like me or you for example <laughs> we yeah. are people that aren't i mean speaking for myself at least i'm not someone that that would even at no, I, there's no part of me that wants to do scripted YouTube content. Absolutely 0% part of me wants to do that. But if someone said to me, you can just chat shit while playing games and there's a camera there, would you be up for that? I'd be like, yeah, 
yeah, let's do that. That sounds oh, yeah, like totally. I'm totally up for that. I'm that totally sounds up like for that, yeah. that sounds like great fun. But if someone said, "Do you want to write your own YouTube content and script it and then read it in a natural fashion so it doesn't feel like you're reading it?" I'd be like, "No, God, no, no interest in that whatsoever." And it's not to say that that isn't good and people shouldn't be doing that. I just don't want to do it. It doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. So. The whole thing with Twitch is Twitch is I can just be me and I feel like I am being me. Maybe like, I don't know, probably a slightly more caffeinated version of myself. But if you see me at conventions, I'm kind of like that. Anyway, I go a bit loopy. I think there's like this overstimulation and I'm just like a, a labradoodle, just like jumping up at everyone and tail wagging. Um, and I'm a bit Such like a that. a lovely deal. Tw- yeah, right. <laughs> I'm a bit like that on Twitch as well, but I don't I don't think most people will stick at it. And I don't think the people who want to generally speaking, people who want to do tightly scripted, well shot YouTube stuff are necess- it's necessarily gonna suit them because it's a different ballgame, like you say. You're playing stuff, you're interacting with people, and you're doing it all on the fly, which means that needs to be your natural comfort. You got you need yeah. to want that. You need to want yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I've recently done, and they've been just for additional content, I've been reading out the reviews that I've written, and uh, it's a completely different way of approaching it. Mm -hmm. I find it really, really difficult. And the reason I find it really, really difficult is because I'm reading off something that I've written. And there's the the intent, sometimes you, I sometimes go, oh, I'm going to ad lib. And it's like, no, I haven't, because I've got to read the review the way I've written it and can't jump off and do something else it's incredibly difficult but i do find it quite fun to do i couldn't do it like an hour of youtube kind of like these people that do the incredibly long scripted stuff kind of hats off to you i mean i would always <coughs> i've always taken the the kind of if i have an idea i'll kind of film it and um the kind of the message is sometimes more important to me than the quality often i'll look back on something i've done and I'll be happy with what's come across, but I'll not necessarily be happy of the the quality of the lighting and stuff. I did a video, a kind of a really quick, ridiculous, kind of My Little Scythe kind of video. And that was just me pretending to be one of the little kind of miniature characters and putting on a stupid Alec Guinness voice. And it was really, really good fun. But if I look back on it, if I look back on it, that was like last week, I've looked back and I go, oh, I wish the lighting was a bit better. But, you know, it was an idea at the time that if I'd sat down and wrote it, I would have ended up spending, I'd still be writing it just now because I'd be going back over it again and and, um, and and changing it and thinking it was funny. If I just committed it to tape, then it's gone and it's kind of out there. And I'm just wondering, but um, the thing for, I guess the thing for me and the thing that's stopping me from doing Twitch at the moment is that it means I ultimately would have to cut into the podcasting. I couldn't, yeah. I can't do sure, both. Sure, sure. I can't spend, I can't sit down for an evening and while I'd love to sit down with everybody who listens and spend an hour just interacting with people, it does mean that on the other side of it, that things need to, um, things need to get cut because I'll have a finite amount of time and I, I don't have the time to spend kind of every evening creating content. I'm, I'm quite structured and strict with the amount of time I spend just now and so if I then spent two or three hours on um on um, Twitch, I would potentially have to cut maybe doing one of <laughs> one of the fifteen shows I do a month. You stupid fool! But anyway, but um, 
Yeah, but are you are you enjoying the Twitch stuff then? Is it yeah. a different kind of interaction from what you? Because you're still doing the, you're still doing like the the more games please kind of interviews, which obviously took a little bit of a slight diversion um, because of everything else that was happening to you job wise and everything like that. But you've kind of come back and you announced kind of like the winners of the competition and everything like that. But you now enjoying. The Twitcher, you find like a special place. You're like, oh, this is quite cool. I'm kind of quite enjoying this, and it's a I, lot of fun. I um, I always knew I would like it. So mm. in the tiny tasters that I had last year with Big Potato and with Asmodee, I knew it was going to be something that I would get a kick out of. And and again, it never it never occurred to me as something that I would necessarily want to do until I tried it. And when I tried it, I was like, oh, okay, this is fun, and I can see why people do it. My desire is not to be. I'm not an in front of camera person. I, I'm a. When I photograph things and the, there's always been in my mind. There's always been like a thought. Maybe I should make. I hate the term content, but maybe I should make some kind of content that was like audio or video. But I never really could land on anything that seemed like a comfortable fit for who I am as a person. And that was the thing. I never thought of <clears throat> something that, that would work for me and what I enjoy and mm. the conversational nature. Like the thing is with the, the curious thing about Twitch is, for example, I, I might stream for three hours and there might only be five people watching. But four, of those, four out of those five people might have watched the whole thing. So it's a different relationship yeah. you have with people on something like Twitch. Like, you know, I, I streamed the other day and I streamed, I was playing Animal Crossing because apparently planting apple trees and doing my gardening <laughs> is, 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 is my midlife crisis. That's, that's what I'm doing as a 35-year-old yeah. man. And you don't judge me for that. Um, well, I but, don't. I host you as no. well on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I've I've added you to the hosting list. So, so it's, it's you know, one of those. You do your apples, yeah. and it gives me content. So it's always it's, fantastic. It's it's a it's a curiosity though, because like you know, I I I've been doing things like that, and it's just a game I'd be playing. I'd just, I'd be playing that on my own, and you know, I wouldn't mm. think twice about it. But I've been I've been streaming it, and people have said. It's really nice to have on while I'm working and it's something going on in the background. And it's really nice to have on while I'm doing this and that and the other because we're in an unusual situation at the minute where we're kind of starved for company, to put it, you know, bluntly. And I think Twitch gives you the feeling of being in a room with people in a way that pre-recorded content can't. Um you know, as much as you could enjoy a conversation two people are having on a podcast when you listen to it, you can, no one can jump in and be like, oh, ask Ross this or, yeah. or hey, what do yeah. you think about that? Whereas with Twitch, people are asking you stuff and talking to you on the fly, which gives it this whole kind of like conversational feel. You're not, you're not, you're, you're, in, you're a part of it. You're not just a passenger to it. And I love podcasts and I love listening to i listen to podcasts all the time but there's there, there is a different feel to it when you're when you feel like you're you're a part of it in some small way it feels like you have a connection even if you don't you know i've yeah well i was just gonna say i like you can have the five streamers or the five people sorry joining in in your stream but even if you get like three of them interacting and two are just like passively watching 
in some ways it can sometimes feel like a better a better level of interactivity for the person that's putting on the content. When I put out the podcast, I know people will listen because I see the download numbers. I don't know how much they've listened to it. I don't know what their level of interaction is. I don't know if they're smiling or if they're laughing or if they're gritting their teeth or if they're cringing a bit. Um, whereas, All of the above. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, um, I'm used to it. Um, but <laughs> at the same time, Twitch, you know, if somebody's having fun and stuff like that, or if you're just having a bit of banter, like you said, you can see it kind of back and forward, and it's really interesting. It gives you that level of activity, and I can see why from previous days when I've done a lot, when I have done Twitch, I can completely understand why somebody who would just jump on for a couple of hours for five people as an audience, if those five people were getting interactive in any way, shape, or form. Because yeah. it's almost like it's a little bit of a, oh, well, there's a, a little bit of an appreciation and there's a nicety about interacting with your audience, which is which is kind of pretty cool. Um, in terms of, let's talk setup, let's talk technical stuff. Because one of the things people are asking about or people are saying, well, how easy is it to get streaming? How easy is it to get yourself kind of out there and and you know I'm thinking about streaming but my technology is absolutely rubbish I've only got a like a rubbish PC what's your what's your kind of your current what's your kind of current setup at the moment well, which is well, what let, you're kind of using let me tell you let me tell you let me oh, um let okay. strap on in strap on in it's gonna be wow. it's gonna get it's gonna get crazy uh so you don't need what's really nice about streaming is you can do it with very little and you can do it with a lot you can yeah. have a professional TV setup. You can have stu- like studio cameras for you know TV sets, or you can have a, a webcam that's stuck in your laptop. Um, I use uh, there's so there's a streaming there's a streaming platform that I use, and it's called OBS. I don't know what the acronym stands for. Um, OBS OBS OBS. Uh, it's not outside broadcasting o- studio or, or something oranges. like that. Either. Oranges, bananas, sausages. Let's say that's what it stands for. Um, it just means it's all all the things star you need. Starfruit, obviously. Starfruit. Sure. Oranges, bananas, uh, starfruit. Starfruit. All, there you go. all of the things you need in one place. Sausages. That's what it stands for. That's, sausages. That's what they were. Yeah. It's just a sausages. dog. The, the logo is a dog with sausages in its mouth. Yeah. Anyway, OBS, focus, yeah. focus, goddammit. I am focused. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to teach you something for once in your goddamn life. I'm trying to teach you a lesson. You, see, you, better, you, better, you better listen up. I'm trying to teach right. you. Trying to, trying to learn you some stuff. It's like that. Police, what the police said to me today when I was in the middle of my house party and I had to turn the music <laughs> down. They said, they said, Richard... You're never gonna learn you're, you're anything. You're nothing but. Yeah, yeah. Put your clothes. You're on. nothing but. A, you're not. Yeah. You're nothing. I was gonna go in Irish then. I don't know why. You might have an. You might have an Irish policeman. Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? Stop being racist. That's what I say. Yeah. Basically. Trick that. Yeah. Anyway, come on. Stop wasting okay. time. Get on with the point. Woof. <laughs> OBS is one of the many systems you can use to stream, mm-hmm. and with that, you could just have. A laptop that doesn't have to be anything special, because as long as you're not playing the games on your laptop, you pl- you plug in stuff into your laptop, then the the 
CPU load on your laptop isn't too heavy. What I what you can do, as you've mentioned yourself, is you can you can just stream off your PlayStation. You can just stream off your Xbox. Just plug a microphone into that. Talk over the top of it. You can do yeah. that very easy. All you need is a Twitch account. You don't even need a computer to do that. If you want to have these fancy overlays and make it look like a more slick production, then you can plug your console into your laptop, into your PC, and then you can run it through something like OBS or Streamlabs OBS, which is what I use, which is just a an easier to use version. Imagine like if you want to make a website and you go, I could write all the code myself or I could use WordPress. Streamlabs yes. OBS is Streamlabs OBS is like WordPress. You just go, I want to put some audio in. Tick box, tick click click, or the the mic's coming in. I want to put No. I want to put um, you know, a, a, an overlay on the top of it. Click click, put a PNG on the on the screen. Done. You know, so it's things like that. It's it's very straightforward once you get your head around it. And your computer doesn't have to be particularly powerful depending on what you want to do. If you want to be one of these multi-million pound uh, Fortnite players who have got their all of their UV lights around them and their gaming chairs and they're playing that, then you probably need to have a really good setup. So if you're like me and you've got a dinky little... You've got a couple of different webcams. I use a Logitech C920. Um, right. So, you know, that's the webcam I use. It's a HD webcam. And I got it at Christmas in the sale. It was about 20 quid a pop. I think it's normally more than that. Um, but that's just a HD webcam. But often I just use the webcam that's in my laptop as one of the cameras. Because why wouldn't I? It's right there. It's easy. And then I've just got a USB mic, and I plug that into my laptop. But, like, the actual technological side of things is the bar's really low. The bar's can you really also, low. Can you years. also connect up a mobile phone as well to use as an additional camera? I don't know, probably. I that mm. I don't that I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. That's yeah, a that's yeah. that's a that's a Google. I'm not gonna bullshit you. No idea, but I just Google it. Yeah, I think that'd be a good, yeah. Yeah, no, I was just wondering because obviously you might have a picture of your face and then you'd have the picture of the actual um, board as well. It's just like different angles and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean but, the, the way the way I do it is I have um, two web two webcams. Hmm. I've technically got I've technically got uh, three external webcams and one in my laptop, but I never use that big of a setup because I don't hmm. I don't need I don't need to. Um, hmm. But I I played a game of Railroad Inc the other day. And with that, I had uh, one webcam looking down from above at the table and just my laptop webcam looking at me so you could see me talking while I was playing. And what's good is the webcam, the, the webcam that's in my laptop is in the, middle of the, in the middle of the top of the screen. So if I read the Twitch chat, I'm looking mm. at the screen. So it's like I'm conversing with the chat, which is the problem if you have cam- cameras elsewhere, you're never, you're never either looking at the camera or... You're always looking off camera to look at things, and it yeah. seems a bit seems a bit strange. But the, the the actual technological barrier to do it's really quite low. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not you can be bothered learning how to do it and get over that that initial hump of learning. The learning hump. No one likes humping to learn, or maybe we do. <laughs> I certainly do. Did you have you just spent the last five minutes thinking about how you can fit that in there? I was building up to it. I was just. Yeah, I thought was... you were. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. <laughs> um, on we, I, I did. I did drop it in about kind of hosting 
channels but um with people deciding to do kind of twitch streaming and live streaming of board game content how can we help each other to kind of get the word out there i know there's obviously the retweeting of stuff and things like that but how else can we help each other if there's people that you've seen starting kind of twitch streaming what's the best thing you could do to help people do that i mean fundamentally like anything anyone makes on the internet word of mouth is always going to be the driving force behind anything so there's there's a problem that twitch has versus something like youtube twitch's problem is discoverability youtube if someone creates a video and then you look for that video you can kind of easily stumble across new content because it stays there yeah with twitch with twitch because it's live what happens is if you for argument's sake let's say i'm streaming animal crossing right currently there's probably like thousands and thousands and thousands of people streaming animal crossing and they've been using Twitch longer than I have. They've got more viewers. So when Twitch, when you type Animal Crossing into Twitch, it's not going to recommend me. I'm going to be all the way down the bottom of a list, which means yeah. no one will find me that way. That I won't be discovered that way. Um, you know, so the amount of people that I'm going to get through Twitch, through just random discoverability, is going to be kind of low. Um you're not just going to blow up for no reason. It just, it just, it's not that kind of platform. So the yeah. best way to help anyone is if you enjoy it, you should just say, this was really cool. I, you know, I'll watch this or listen to this. Like anything else, people don't understand the power they have and how much more valued it is when a real person, rather than the person making something, says something is good. It matters more to people than if the person who made it says it's good because they have vested interest. They're going to be like, my stuff's the best stuff. You should check it out because I have been spending a lot of time on it and I want you to listen to it. But if you go, oh, I saw this thing or I listened to this thing it was really good. You, everyone check it out. That, mean, that means so much more. It does. And that, that, that's the only way people on Twitch will really get larger accounts. And also things like hosting. So I do the same thing on my, on my channel. When I'm not online, I have about 10 different board game Twitch channels that if they're online, will be hosted on my channel. So if I'm not there, it'll automatically host them if they go live. And that means it's just a few more eyeballs, even if it's only one or two, collectively that could that could that could get them an extra follower. It could yeah, yeah. build yeah. it a little bit. It's gonna it's gonna be slow for whoever does it. And that's why I'm not doing this with the mindset that I'm gonna create a big following and I'm gonna become really popular on Twitch or anything like that. I'm only doing it because I'm enjoying it and I get a lot out of it when I communicate with people and I'm chatting with people whilst I'm doing it. And that's why I think a lot of people will fall off because the reality that you're not building up this big following and it's you're not exploding and you're not the next Twitch superstar will set in for a lot of people and they're not getting that same level of enjoyment. So they'll be like, okay, maybe it's not for me because it's a lot mm. of work and I'm not getting anything out of it. I'm enjoying it. So I'm, I, I'm, I, it doesn't really bother me that much that, I, that I've been doing it for three months now 
and I get like 20 followers a month. So I'm not 20 new followers a month. I'm on like 150 followers. Whereas if you compare that to Instagram, I was on a couple of thousand followers by that point. But the difference is Instagram, someone's scrolling it and they've probably seen my picture for one second and double tapped it on the way past. Whereas with Twitch, someone sat with me for several hours while I was doing a thing. It's a totally different level of interaction. You spend yeah. a lot more time with people on Twitch. Much like if someone listens to your podcast, you know, theoretically they're spending an hour with you. Whereas if it's Instagram, you can go, oh, Ross has got 13,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, but if I post a photograph, I'm probably in their life for two seconds. <laughs> you know, that's it's not, it's not a long time that they're interacting with me. But you post every day and you're, by the end of the week, maybe, maybe they've spent 30 seconds admiring your photographs. You know, like the level of interaction is so small. That's how you can get these big numbers quite quickly. Yeah, and that's why they introduce, well, that's why they introduce the stories, isn't it? On Instagram. Is that they wanted to increase that level of interactivity. So they allowed people to put in kind of all little montages and collages. So Twitch appeals to me way more because it feels like I'm genuinely connecting with people and I'm enjoying their mm. company. And bear, bear in mind, the people who watch me stream are largely people I know, mm. are largely people who know me and I know them. And it's just a way to hang out. It's a new way to hang out. Hopefully, that will increase over time and there'll be, there'll be other people that I didn't know before Twitch that start joining in and I get to know them and I get to chat with them. But fundamentally... I'm the kind of person that has always used the internet as a social platform. I did it from when I was a kid and I was playing like role-playing games, typing role-playing games in the late nineties. And, <laughs> you know, like I've never been cool. Let's put it that way. You know, I, playing like Discworld muds on like on my old time CompuServe computer or whatever it was back then on my dial-up modem or wow. being being an admin on Counter-Strike servers and part of, part of four. I've always been a member of different forums over the years. Like, so for me, everything I do ties into the social nature of it. So that's why I like Twitch and that's why Twitch appeals. And that's why it just won't work for a lot of people because there's, there's not that return. The return is time spent with others. The return isn't, Oh, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to like, I'm going to make any, you're not going to, you're going to make zero money out of this. <laughs> like you're going to make a, a penny, a penny an hour if you're lucky. Yeah. And it's, it's, let's face it, it's Twitch that's cashing in on this. I mean, they are, they are ultimately being able to sell, sell businesses, lots and lots of yeah, lovely yeah. adverts and therefore kind of get the revenue. Twitch is Twitch Twitch is basically a cable network show where everyone's creating content. Twitch has exactly. gone, here you go, here you go, have your own cable network show. And everyone's gone, shit, yeah, okay, I'll do that. But instead <laughs> of being, you know, really creepy and weird, um, generally speaking, it's just a lot of people going, I'm just gonna shoot loads of people online. That's I'm shooting everyone. Look how many people I've shot. Don't you wanna be me? Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the reality of it. Where is Muckness Brass? Look yeah. at me landing down. I'm part of the 100. What about your accent? Don't mind me. Look at me. I've got myself my shotgun. I'm doing really well. In one. Anyway. 
if yeah. people are like, well, this sounds really good because I like to listen to Ross's voice. And you bloody well should as well. Because um, he's really annoying because he's not only very personable, but he's also a very, very nice person in real life as well. And I I, I feel honoured to know to know him in in this life. This is all I'm going to say. I'm trying to be nice and kind. But if people if people do want to um find you on your Twitch stream or on the internet webs in general, where can we find you, sir? Uh all right, so this is the comes oh this is the power I sell myself, isn't it? Well, if you wanna listen to daily updates on Twitter, you can find me at www.twitter.com forward slash more games PLS plus no vowels. It's important that there's no vowels in the in the please. It's important to me. Cause niceties niceties can get in the bin. No, it's so, someone else took the account before I managed to get it. The the scumbag. I'll find them one day. I'll find them. Um, if you want to find me on the Twitch, it's the same. Uh, more games PLS, I think. Let me check that. I'll check it right now. Twitch. I think more I games think it PLS. Yeah. It is. That's what. That's what it is. So yeah, it is. you know, if you, if you want to find me, if you want to find me on on the Twitch, it's the same. And you know, I stream video games as well as board games, but it's. Coming from the perspective of things that I personally am interested in, rather than me trying to find things to appeal to an invisible audience that I don't know, I'm coming at it from how am I having the best possible time? Hopefully with some people joining me, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going, oh, how can I leverage this? for the maximum possible viewers, because you'll go mad if that's the way you do things, because it, ain't, it just ain't going to happen, I don't think. I just don't think it will. I, I think it's always the same. It's like, do it because you like it. Do it because you enjoy it. Don't do it because you try to get an audience, because it's really, really difficult to keep creating content for how you should expect content to be as opposed to stuff that you're comfortable with. And I think that's why you see a lot of people who start on this level of creating stuff, they crash out pretty quickly. Because mm-hmm. if as long as you're doing the real stuff to your, for yourself, as long as you're enjoying it, as long as you get out there and say, well, I had a really, really good time. And if one person watches or listens to this, or you know, 1,000 people watch or listen to this, it doesn't make a huge amount of difference because I had fun and I had a good time. The inception of everything I've done so far, board game related, has always been my own enjoyment, first and foremost. Started Mm. doing things on Instagram, taking pictures, I enjoyed it. Started interview artists, I enjoyed it. Started doing professional photography for board games. Yeah, there was a monetary gain for me, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the challenge and I enjoyed doing it. Started working in the industry, I did it because I wanted to do it because I thought it would be fun. And starting doing this Twitch stuff, I, it's something that I personally wanted to do because I had an interest in it and I thought I would enjoy it and I am. So I always think anything you do, if your starting point is your own personal enjoyment, maybe, yeah, sure, maybe you might lose some of that enjoyment over time. Cynicism mm. might drift in. But if you start from a base level of no enjoyment, it's going to be real a real quick crest before you come crashing down in this side. You're going to run out. You're going to, you're going to burn out real fast. Exactly. Exactly. 
Do it awesome. for fun. Do it for fun. Yeah. Do it for you, do it for fun. Basically. Always the time. Always the same. A BS. I think so. I don't know. Um thank you very, very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to shoot the breeze with you, sir. It's always like, you know, it gets it's like I'm looking at it, it's like, oh, we've spoken for almost an hour and I'm like going, Well, how how is that an hour? How we didn't really talk happen? we didn't we didn't really talk about a lot. We just chatted 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 chatted. Just chatted. Chitty chat, yeah. which is what you want, you know? Um if you want to keep an eye on what we're up to, go to the Googles and search for We're Not Wizards and you'll find us. Simple and you as should. that. That's all, I mean that's all you need to do. And and if someone, you like us someone's very, someone's gotta keep an eye on you. Somebody has to. And if you like other people to keep an eye on us as well, then tell them about us. Because that's always nice too. Um, But, yeah, we're going to keep it short. We're going to keep it brief. You know where we are. You know how we exist. You know that Ross isn't a wizard. I have my suspicions. I have my doubts sometimes on occasion. He's (laughs) becoming a media wizard. He's becoming the alley cat that slinks about in the night, creating content magic wherever he goes. Eating out Um, bins. (laughs) <laughs> like I was going to say like it is balls <laughs> sure I mean that's another conversation we'll we'll take that, that is... we'll take that off we'll take that off uh, off the podcast <laughs> yes we will absolutely I've um, got to shine them up first <laughs> get, get, get them nice there you go make um, them presentable but until the next time it's a goodbye from Ross <laughs> say goodbye Ross <laughs> Uh, good. Uh, this is how we ended it. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Le- leaving it. Leaving it with me. Pardon the my balls. That's the way we're ending this. Okay. <laughs> fine. Yeah. Quite fine, literally. Okay. Leave. Leave them twitching. <laughs> leave them jingling. And it's a goodbye for me. Remember, now more than ever, stay safe. Stay indoors. Roll sixes. Make something awful. And until the next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Jingle, jingle. A wizard is never linked. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. (laughs) 